episode 21 of the Run All the Races podcast. This is Perfectly Goofy Gail, joined as always by Delightfully Dopey Kimberly. Hey everyone! And California Kylie. Hi guys! We are excited today to talk to you about the 2016 Tinkerbell 10K. This was the first uh, race of the Pixie Dust Challenge. Uh, So let's talk a little bit about the course. What did we think about the course today? Well, I think that we had um, learned from the 5K the day uh, previous that we were going to have um, not the kind of experience that we were used to at Tinkerbell um, because of the construction for Star Wars, which is, you know, we're very excited about Star Wars land, but, you know, it kind of kind of is a bummer because there's a lot of construction going on and unfortunately they don't like you to run through the construction areas. So that was a big bummer. Um, I mean it started in the same place that it has always started. Um, It starts right in the road between, I think it's called Disneyland Way and it's right between um, uh, California. Disneyland Drive. Drive, It's right between um, Grand Californian and Disneyland Hotel and they had the corral set up right there. Yeah, I think the course, for me, over the years, the 10K has changed. It hasn't been the same. Uh, multiple years in a row, the very first year that they had the 10K, it ran, yeah, it's the third, I think it's believe it's the third year of the, the 10K, and the very first year course was just nightmarish. I don't know if you guys remember it or not. It was not good. No, it was the course where I believe the last mile of it was outside the park, and there was a lot of people who got basically swept because they didn't make it, you know, in time to finish. So that was a big bummer. Mm -hmm. And then last year it was outstanding because it looped all around Disneyland Park and Disney's Grand Californian, or Disney's, Disney California Adventure Park. Sorry, I get all the California, yeah, 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 all (laughs) confused. Um, So it was an awesome course last year. It was. It was my favorite last year by far. So this year knowing that it was going to be different just because of, everything being so different at Disneyland, it, I kind of, yeah. And it was the course that had the most park time out of all the Run Disney um, courses. I believe it had like maybe four to five miles inside the park. I kind of feel like the whole Tinkerbell weekend in general is the most park time out of all the Run Disney races in California. I don't know if anybody else felt that way. Well, with the exception of this year, right? So Yeah. The amount of construction that is underway uh, for Star Wars Land really takes, um, you know, half of the park time out of Disneyland Park, and we definitely noticed that with the 5K. Um, we noticed that with the 10K. Um, the half, I, I think, was pretty much what it normally is, um, traffic pattern-wise. But you know, it, it is a bummer, you know, when you're you're spending the type of money that you are for a 5K or a 10K and you've run this race before or you've heard people talk about it and you hear about all the park time you know i knew there was construction i guess i just hadn't pictured what an impact that was going to be to um both the 5k and the 10k courses so the good news is is that construction isn't going to last forever right um so we can hope that um once star wars land opens um that they will remember how much people enjoyed the park time uh, for both of those courses and that that part of the course will come back and we could actually get more park time, being that there's more acreages, acres of park now. So it would be really, really cool to see when it does open, how much more we get to spend in the park. 
So let's talk about our costumes because we're all known for our costumes. We run all the races and we wear all the costumes when we run these races. So let's let's talk about Kylie. You you bring us into this. Okay. So I had an idea um, when I found some wings and they were made. They were cupcake wings, and so I had this idea long, long, long ago, and it finally kind of came into par. But we were having trouble with the dresses, and the dresses actually tended to be our demise all the way through it and why there was two separate costumes for run all the races at this 10k because we kind of fell into a problem that we didn't think about being three people in three different states uh we found a great deal on a dress and so i bought uh everybody's costume and i completely didn't think about kim being so much taller than me (laughs) and um didn't really think about the bottoms of anything they were they were very short which most costumes are they just typically aren't you know long and right in the right places but they needed accessories and unfortunately there was problems right so we were coming um I think Gail was on a work trip and I was just coming for the weekend but um I know we were traveling for work beforehand or, or I can't even remember anymore what we were doing but we did not pack extra stuff to help with the costumes costume being so short so so I had to I had to pack you know almost two weeks uh prior to the race and so I had to make a conscious decision with what we were going with um at the time and you know I am an engineer and I follow instructions so Kylie said bring a red sports bra and a pair of running shorts that you can wear underneath, and you'll be fine. So all I packed was a red sports bra and a pair of running uh, shorts. Now, and we did take pictures in the in the costume that I think that you may have missed in, in the crazy conversation about it. Because I'm a cold person, and I always want to wear long sleeves. I, I think these girls make fun of me constantly. So I had a full intention of wearing a long sleeve shirt, like, underneath it. It's just because I'm cold all the time. And I had planned on wearing capris, which I typically wear because I'm cold all the time and run Disney starts super early. However, Kim, you're a little bit braver and not nearly as cold because you're from a cold place. I live in the sunny world of California where we're all wimps to weather. So 57 degrees to me is freezing. And Kim is, let's go run in a tank top. (laughs) Yeah, it's like perfect running weather. 57 degrees between um, 45 and 55 are my best temperatures. Once you get, you know, under 50, it does tend to get a little cold. But all you need are arm sleeves, so it's like totally fine. So I couldn't understand why the heck she was wearing a long sleeve shirt. And like, wouldn't she be sweating? But apparently not. (laughs) And Gail, I mean. We all come from different climates too, and you're from you're from the, the very sunny Arizona. So I, I kind of wonder how you aren't freezing all the time, but then you get some cold weather there, right? Every once in a while, um, then I get cold. But like I said, I was following instructions, right? <laughs> so I exactly. packed what I was told to pack, um, and then when we were finally able to meet up with Kylie, which was after the 5K, um, and it was you know we had a limited number of hours uh before the 10k um you know we 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 tried on the costume and it was it was just too much skin for us um to be comfortable with um and unfortunately we just didn't have the opportunity to go out there um and spend spend the time to find what we needed uh to, to make it work so i you know i think people ask you know oh you always have great costumes and it must be so easy and it must come so 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 quickly to you and and the answer to that is no right we 
we, we have issues, we, we have things that don't work out, um, you know, we have challenges, and, and like I said, the challenge with, with buying the pre-bought costumes was we hadn't had the chance to try it on before, um, and when you, you take in different heights and different body shapes, you know, Kylie and I are the same height, um, but my legs are a lot longer than Kylie's, and so what seemed to fit Kylie um, fit completely different on me, even though, you know, we have a, a similar build and a, and a similar height. Um, and so it just unfortunately didn't work out. Um, we were lucky enough that um, we had enough stuff in the bags that we brought um, that uh, we just sort of ended up shifting costumes around. Um, but unfortunately, that meant that um, the butterfly costumes that we ended up wearing for the 10K, we had planned to have Kylie join us for the half, um, and, and that just didn't happen because what Kylie isn't saying is she had had a bunch of other friends that were into the cupcake thing as well that were local, right? So they, they had had yeah. time to piece things together and, and try things on. And so she was um, part of a larger group, right? So it wasn't like the three of us could just change. Uh, you know, you know, you had your boyfriend who was who was coming along, and, and a bunch of your other um, friends that are girls that we know from from running Disney. Yeah, he was so. the only guy, and the only that was the only race he was running. So to switch him, I was like, oh shoot, he's always in trouble because he doesn't he doesn't mind wearing anything. He'll wear anything I tell him to wear most of the time. But to switch him on such short notice was he looked like, adorable though. He looked really cute. He so. was the hit of the whole thing. Let he me tell you, he was all in. Yeah, he know. was all in on it. So he was adorable. He took more selfies with people than anything. I, I started calling him the Cupcake Kardashian because he actually had real cupcakes with him. So, so let's talk about the course. Um, well, we already talked about the course. Let's talk about the characters on course. Or lack thereof. Yeah. So we. It seems that we didn't get our first character stop until we were in, gosh, at least mile mile. Oh God. Oh, two? two and I a half. Say close to two, yeah. Yeah. Well, we had the the fairy. Um, um, what are they called? Fairy trainers, coach fairies, whatever they oh, were. The whistles and the sweatshirts. The street, what, yeah, what Disney calls streetmosphere characters, and and you know, and if you listen to our previous podcast about the five K, you know, I think they put a lot of those streetmosphere characters out on the course to keep people moving, right? So I think they're more uh, there as traffic cops than you know, like photo stops, right? Like we've gone and, and taken selfies with them and they always seem surprised to really take selfies with them. Like, why are you taking a picture with us? Well, you're um, dressed up. Yeah. <laughs> so we tried to, you know, make our own character stops. Um, they were definitely having um, the photo pass people all around. Um, we uh, got our photos around mile one, mile two, mile markers. Um, they were really pretty, really different than they have been in the past. We definitely got our photo in front of... Um, it's a small world and the castle because those are just iconic and just wonderful photo stops. We also um, introduced a new wooden Indian selfie uh, this this year because the course did not go down Main Street USA, so we had to get the other wooden Indian selfie, which is in Frontierland. Um, so we did take that photo, but our, our first character stop wasn't until mile two point something, and it was um, it was Silver Miss and Vadia. So which, glad you know the names of them. I just call them fairy friends. Well, yep, they're Tinkerbell's fairy friends, and um, they were right outside um, in Frontierland. I'm trying to think of the name of um, the. 
gosh, the Golden Horseshoe Saloon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, ironically, what I find interesting is they've been for the last couple of races there. They've been putting characters up on the porch area. Oh, and we forgot to say something. You know why they were there? Because before we stepped out of the hotel, it was pouring. It was yeah, I mean, pouring. It's great that they can still leave the characters out, but, but what happens is, you know, as you run that course, you come um, down the street and then you make a left-hand turn. And so if you're, if you're not aware that they tend to put the characters up on that porch area, you can make the turn and almost run past them, right? And we were seeing a lot of that happen where people were running past and then they were, you know... When you're running, you know, two seconds later, your brain registers, oh, crap, and then people were having to turn around and come back. Right. Um, so that I was kind that. of, I understood the placement to keep people out of the rain, and it, and it was a way to make the line out of uh, the main area of the course. But it was a little bit hard for people to know that that was coming up. So. Right, and then our next character stop wasn't until after mile five in um, It's a Bug's Land. It's a Bug's Life Land. And um, we had Erdessa and Rosetta. So, I mean, that's a long time to go before a character stop. And you ran through Carsland, and I was expecting a car or one of those one of those character stops in that area as well, and there wasn't anything. And, you know, it, during that time, we have friends that are farther back behind behind me and so we'll text like where their characters are and my my friend actually said why weren't you texting me i'm like because there are no characters so just keep going there's no reason to text you sorry yeah she thought i was forgetting about her and it was kind of commonly known like you know generally speaking it's about one every before i don't know one every three miles or so and there was at least one big character well normally there's one per mile Right, yeah. so um, it was it was very odd not to have any. And the streetmosphere, I mean, really, there were only the coach fairies and the pirate guy. That was it. And we were making our own character stops with you know the um, Disneyland 60th anniversary uh, backdrops, photo drops, which were great because in Bugs Land they had that awesome um, um, 60th ant anniversary, and we were yeah. butterflies, so it came out super cute. But you know, unless you knew what you were doing, we we there were no characters to be had. Our last and final character was, and we just we thought we were all done because we were at mile five. Um, it was in Grizzly uh, Grizzly Bear Peak. Yeah, mm -hmm. that one. Yeah. Mhm. Mm and and it was Tinkerbell herself with Fawn. Yeah, it was right over there by the the plane, right? Um, no, it's um, Grizzly, the the flume ride. Oh, oh, oh! Yes, you're correct. My my mistake. So. She was she was another one. Remember that was under the the porch, right? And so we ran past her. We did too. That's exactly why we. And then we stopped at the plane, uh, just because I love that, and that's one of our unofficials that we always stop at as well. Right, but that was it. It was yep. it was three character so, stops with with two characters each. And I'm sorry, Run Disney. That doesn't count. Well, and I think, I think the thing to note is, you know, it, yes, it was raining. But I think for those of you who have run um, a run Disney race in the past when it's rained, um, you can tell if they were anticipating additional character stops because there's usually the backgrounds and things of that where you could tell that they had to pull a character because it was raining. Um, there were no other character stops planned for this, right? You could tell... Um, 
that there wasn't anything set up that they had pulled because of rain. Um, so, I, you know, this was what you were going to get regardless of the weather. And so I think that that's a little bit disappointing. You know, you can understand having to make changes last minute because of weather, but from what you could see on course, that was not the case for this race. Right? And I kind of feel like this is, and the 10Ks are Run Disney's, like, best-selling event. I mean, it's the first one to sell out. It's A lot of people only run the 10K. Uh, my, my friends only run the 10K at certain races. So I kind of almost feel like if you know it's your best event, why not put your best stuff out there? I mean, and really go big because, I mean, you basically are. It's a huge draw. It's a great distance. You can go, you can costume huge. It's fun. There's a lot of park time usually. I kind of just felt like they dropped it a little bit with their best selling event anyway. Well, and the challenge is when you when you have a race that that is a bestseller, um, that is a a um, a medium distance race, right, which appeals to a lot of people. Um, you're looking at people with a lot of, of mixed running levels, right? You're going to have people that are going to run. You're going to have people that are going to run walk. You're going to have walkers, right, even, even at a 10K. So when you only have three character stops, you're, you're really creating much more um, congestion on the course around those character stops. Um, and, you know, we've all been at races where um, fewer character stops equal longer lines, which equal the potential for not being able to get any character photos for those people that are in the back uh, corrals because they'll shut the lines down, right? Um, well, here's the thing. I mean, we're not known for our punctuality, but did they have any um, characters set up at this race in the runner's relations? I don't believe no. they did in the runner uh, in the runner area. No. Mm -mm. no. They, they, had the, they had the Tinkerbell backdrop there with the five-year, but that was about it. There wasn't anything else. And they are doing better here at least by putting something because before we had nothing and in past years avengers think when you shut it down you were just kicked out you know when they had to shut down that finishers area so they are i feel like they're trying but disney world i feel does a much better job and yes they have more space and they are able to do more with the the, the finish line area but yeah i feel like there can be different options for california being smaller yeah, I think it was lacking. I think all I think the second race of the weekend was again a disappointment. I mean, I had a good time and everything, but I was right. wondering where the heck the characters were, and I was like, right. "Well, and I think I think the fun we had was you know, we were having fun in our butterfly costumes. We were getting lots of compliments about, oh, look at the butterflies, um, and the fact that we saw a lot of people that we knew on the course, right? So I think that that was sort of the fun in the course this time, you know, for us." Uh, which is a bummer because, you know, we mentioned uh, before, these tended to be the races where you spent the most time in the park, right? Um, and like I said, construction understood. Um, but you would have hoped they would have made up for that in some way. I think something else that should I felt should change and hasn't changed is the metal. The metal has been the exact same metal every single year. And that's not common in the 10K. In almost every race, they've changed the 10K metal. If you think about the Disneyland 10K, if you think about even the Star Wars 10K, it's been different every year. So this being the same metal all three years in a row it is a little disappointing to me. And I'm not a metal junkie that I only run for the metals. They go in a box. I don't really care. But 
for people that this is their only race of the weekend, and if they only run 10Ks, which there's a lot of people that only run, run Disney 10Ks, they're getting the same medal every year. So you're really not selling it to them to run if they are a metal junkie and they do it for the bling and all that. Right. It's, the only thing that they've really made the changes that I'm looking at, you know, all of mine from the years is they've, they frosted a couple things white last year, right? Yeah. Um, and the only thing they really did this year for uh, the fifth anniversary of the half was to add a little bit of green to the what was frosted last year. But it was so beautiful. It but was. we'll, we'll was talk fun. about that another time. In the next podcast. Yeah, this 10K medal, this is the one that I call a weapon because the the, the wings, all the like, fairy wings. Yeah. they all point out, and I'm, I'm telling you, it could be a nunchuck or something. I, I'm not a nunchuck, something that, some... A throwing in, star. Yeah, a throwing star, that's it. That's what I'm thinking of. But, you know, I think we beat this horse to death. Do we have any yeah. final thoughts on the 10K? No, like I said, I, 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 I do enjoy this weekend. Um, I, I enjoy the vibe of Tink uh, better than the vibe of Princess at Walt Disney World. I think it's a little bit more low-key. Um... So I, I do enjoy this. I, I will run these again. Um, but I do hope that after construction, uh, some of the great things about courses of the past come back. So one final thought, and I, I forgot about this, was that, yes, it was raining at the beginning of the race. And we had used <coughs> our, our, excuse me, we had used our uh, butterfly wings as protection, kind of like a mylar blanket. Well, you had to go through security, so there was a different way to get in this time. You had to walk all the way around the parking lot and all the way around Paradise Pier and up the access road that takes you into the backside of Disneyland Hotel. And they had set up the security um, tables. Well, right behind the security tables were the porta potties. And if you have porta potties, you have long lines. And you came out of the security right into the porta potty lines. And of course, those people don't want to move because they're in line to go to the bathroom. So that was an oops on Disney. Disney's and you had to walk through that area to get to the corrals, right? There's yeah. also another was a crazy. by telling everybody to park at Mickey and Friends, which is right now the only parking structure. You have to go through security twice. Is that you have to, when you come down out of the parking structure and walk across the street, there is a. Uh, security checkpoint right in that intersection. Then you have to walk the long way all the way across to the hotel area. And then there's another, right where you're talking about the porta potty, there's another line. So keep that in mind with that. With This was the first year they had ever done two, but there was a lot of people who had a lot of stuff that they had to go through multiple times. And it did, a lot of people missed their corral. I heard a lot of people like you know hey we already went through security and they said oh well that one you know you know that was just something I wanted to mention too as locals that's where we're gonna park because we're not staying in a hotel and this is probably the longest walk for us that drive to the park for this race is it's by far the longest we call it the long walk of run Disney nothing close to you know princess or, or um, Walt Disney World weekend but it's the longest walk of the Disney land races so well and I, and I think that that's something about this whole weekend right you know get there early um and and, and plan ahead right for the 5k because you know it starts in the park and you want to get where you can see this one because there is a lot more walking than is what um is standard at, at disneyland um but like i said other than that you know we had a good time right well we always yeah, have just, a good time yeah <laughs> i loved it it was a it was a great great uh, day so all right, 
right, so on behalf of the ladies from Run All the Races, uh, thank you for joining us today, and we will be back with you to talk about the half in our next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys.